Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is the end of March. Oh, my goodness. What a day today is. Ah, Just take a deep breath and sigh of relief. Just to give everyone a heads up, um, I am very excited to share with the community. I got my second shot from Moderna. So I am beginning that last 14 days of quarantine, which really 13 now. And uh, But I am experiencing a little side effect called nausea. Um, but it comes in waves. As long as I don't move, I'm fine. So I am comfortably sitting in my office chair um, doing what I love best, and that's talking to all you guys out in ACB community radio stream and also in our Zoom room. And today, in honor of National Take a Walk in the Park Day, the team thought we would discuss this but just to let you know we have a little bit of adjustment on the team today we still have our host dan say hi dan hi (laughs) and today um darrow is not with us he had an appointment that he was not able to change and so we have our streamer doug hey doug hi and then we have a lovely lady who has stepped in who does have medical experience to bring to our table and will be joining us today for the team talk of our walk. And that is Lucy Edmonds. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Terry. Hi, everybody. Great to be here today. Yeah. (laughs) So excited you're um, jumping in today and helping us out. Share with everyone your medical background because I think it's fascinating. Well, um, I did work in hospitals for 24 years, not directly in patient uh, contact, but I was a medical transcriptionist and I learned a lot. I learned, uh, actually, let's say I learned a little bit about a lot of different things. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of health and medicine is common sense. If you make sure you stop and think about things before you act, then chances are you're going to be better off. So, Yeah. And um, I'm sorry, I have to brag. Now, how fast did you used to type? <laughs> About 100 words a minute. Oh, is <laughs> that I can't all? do that anymore. Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And just to let you know, being a clinician, um, it is so important, the words that you would dictate from the physician and the team leader. Um, you really impact patient care. Those yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. Um, so thank you for all that experience. So, hey, Jay, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. In my experience, I've been, worked in the hospital for over 19 years as a nurse tech or as an orderly, depending on how you want it, which hospital you're working at. And also, at the same time period, Worked on the fire department as a firefighter paramedic and rescue diver. So I have a little bit of experience. Excellent. Excellent. Did you ever get to drive the engine? Were you ever the engineer? Yes, I was. See? I was a a certified engineer. See? We're going to keep growing this list. (laughs) 
<laughs> and as everyone knows, hi, my name's Terry Suarez. I live in Florida and I am a critical care respiratory therapist, still licensed um, for over, can we just say like over 25 years? Because it's almost 30. Okay. And I taught... And I was an American heart instructor before I was a licensed respiratory therapist since the age of 16. And I taught CPR, BLS, ACLS, which is advanced cardiac life support, pediatric advanced life support. And of course, later on, I am also an instructor for neonatal resuscitation. So yeah, lots of teaching and teaching everyone from the physician themselves all the way down to security and housekeeping on how to do resuscitation. So don't get me started on resuscitation. (laughs) Um, All right, but let's get started talking about our walk today. But before we do, I want to say, everyone get your pens, papers, um, braille, recorders ready. Most important date you need to know right now is not April 2nd about March Madness, the top four. (laughs) You can go to our Facebook page and I put all four colleges and all four links to what they're doing to celebrate making the final four. What you need to know is on July 18th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern will be the ACB virtual walk. And soon there will be a website. And remember, whatever money you raise... Half goes to ACB, and the other half goes to your team. So if your team is an affiliate, or if your team's the state, or if, you know, whichever affiliate you create your team for, you get 50% of the money you raise. And how much fun is that going to be? A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that would that'll be sweet. I mean, you know, when, when we do conventions and stuff in person, when we're not in the COVID uh pandemic we do these walks in person and oh. um, yeah so yeah that's so everyone awesome. start thinking about your team names and how you can do and this is a great way to market acb because it's not just people in our affiliates we want to get involved we want to get our neighbors we want to get you know businesses we want to get you know everybody and anyone to virtually walk with us and bring awareness that hey check us out all right. So on that note, let's talk about some of the things that to be enjoying a day in the park and all that. But before we leave the house, Lucy, tell us what we need, some of the things we need to do. Um, well, if you are going on a hike, especially a long hike, um, I there there are some things that are really important to keep in mind. First of all, if even if you're going with other people, you should always like take a selfie and send it to someone so someone knows where you are. Tell them where you are and um, what you're wearing uh, so that if you by any chance get lost, someone will be able to know exactly where to go and look for you. Um, Take water with you so you can stay hydrated, especially, especially if it's really like a hot day. You're going to need lots of water to keep hydrated. Um, take something for energy, like some energy bars or uh, some kind of, you know, energy, high energy food. 
Um, make sure you have sunblock if you're in the sun. Um, if you have a, a service dog with you, make sure you have plenty of water for them to drink and maybe a little food just in case you should happen to, you know, something should happen. Uh, gosh, there's so many things. Uh, make sure your cell phone battery is charged well. And if you have one of those little portable chargers, take that with you. Make sure you have that charged up. Um, Make sure that you have really, really comfortable walking shoes with great arch support and uh, lots of cushions so that you don't get blisters on your feet. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, make sure you know how to use the compass on your on your uh, smartphone because that can be your friend. If you get disoriented and you know what direction you should be going in, make sure you're going in the right direction. And stay on the trail. If there are uh, trails and paths, don't stray from the paths. That's how people get in trouble a lot. Uh, there's rough terrain that you can experience and you can twist your ankles and fall and... Um, you know, then then they have to bring help and rescue you and all kinds of stuff you don't want to experience. So, what do you think, Terry? What am I what am I leaving out here? Well, well I think taking that selfie is a great idea mm-hmm. because I've been on rescues where we're trying to find somebody. They give us a brief that they're ten years old or they're elderly, but they don't know what they're wearing. So we're looking at every person if we know pretty much what they're wearing. And if we have a picture of that and we spread that around, we'll know far more faster who we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was excellent. The other thing is, is um, I think the call's over. Thanks, Lucy. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, you hit all the major um, points, but we want to break them down a little bit more. And mm-hmm. one of the things is, is you never, ever want to post on social media Twitter, Facebook, what, uh, Clubhouse, Tweet, you know, AC, you know, wherever that you are leaving your home for a duration of time. Um, whenever you go on a vacation or a walk or go grocery shopping, you should wait till you return from that to post and say what your day was like. Why? It's all about safety. <laughs> and you don't want someone to go, oh, well, I see Jay's going fishing on Sunday. I'm going to come over and permanently borrow his laptop. And, um, yeah, you just you just don't know. So it's better to just kind of keep that. But, Lucy, so important. Send, it, send that picture to a friend that's not going on the trip because of something happens. Or even a group, if you're going with another person, a group picture is great. And especially a picture, if, you're, if you've got a guide dog, a medical service dog, include them in the picture as well. Because I don't know about Jay, but there has been times when I grew up where people got lost in the woods and we would find their animals um, trying to get help till we found them. So if we, if we know what the dog looks like and we're like, oh, this dog is with, you know, so-and-so, we need to follow this dog. Um, versus think that the dog is, you know, what is the dog doing? Um, So, yeah, include your guide dog, include that. And we're just telling you guys stuff because, you know, we've been locked up inside. But if we're just going to take a walk down to our local parks and, you know, it might have been, you know, a couple of months, you know, one of the good things to do is kind of do a little stretching. Um, We had Leslie Spoon on our call 
um, in January where we were talking about balance. And remember, she shared those simple exercises where you um, point your toes and pull them back and rotate your ankles and make sure your Achilles tendons are nice and strong. Um, You know, we want to make sure we do that and do some nice nice stretching because we haven't been doing a whole lot of get up and moving. But now we are. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy, what kind of shoes do you like to wear when you go for walks? Um, I I like these shoes called uh, Easy Spirits. Ah. They're, yeah, they're a nice, comfortable walking shoe, um, and they just they feel really good on your feet. They're real cushiony inside, and you know, like Terry was saying, if if you've been kind of cooped up like I have, you you don't want to start out with a bang. You know, oh, I'm going to walk ten miles today when you haven't walked ten steps. <laughs> <laughs> so so you want to start yeah, really out really sore the next day oh well yeah you, you 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 may be sore but you you might not be able to make it back i mean you know True. you might get really tired and you know you yeah it'd be hard for you to to get back and so you want to start out kind of slow but it's really you know it's it's going to be it's so exciting because spring is here and now that the weather is getting warm there's going to be lots of lots of nature to experience lots of cool sounds and smells and all kinds of cool stuff to just experience getting outside that type of shoe is that a high top or um you can you can get high tops or uh just you know regular below the ankle shoes yeah oh okay just curious because Mm -hmm. i know supporting your ankle is sometimes a nice little thing to do also yeah yep for walking what do you use i um i have I went from a gym shoe. Now I wear uh, more or less a hiking because I went to a special store that sell shoes. And I asked him, I said, I'm going to be going hiking. And what type of shoe do I need to wear? And they set me up with the right type of shoe. Yeah. And the hiking shoes that they're a little heavier. And that's just in case if you step on something that's not a branch Mm -hmm. um, and it, strikes your ankle it gives you more protection we won't talk about the s the word that starts with an s and ends with an e and indiana jones agrees with me snakes are not fun things definitely Um, not yeah so one of the things you guys brought up is you know going out and saying today i'm gonna walk well i kind of get distracted and start talking to people and start walking. And then the next thing I know, I have walked 10 miles. Um, So have a plan that even if you just make it a mile and you're not really feeling it to go back, um, have a plan, Uber, Lyft. But let me tell you, yesterday, I my ride um, had a family emergency and she wasn't able to take me to my Moderna shot. I used yellow cab in my city for the first time. And it was $4 cheaper each way, and it was so pleasant. They called me on the phone. They said they're on the way. Um, I live in a gated community, and Uber and Lyft can never figure out how to get to my house. I always have to walk to my back gate. He goes, oh, no, I know how to get in there. And it was so pleasant, and he even carried my groceries to, um, to my doorstep. And I just want to tell everybody, 
<laughs> don't get all tied up with Uber and Lyft. Yeah, they've got really fancy. Um, hopefully, they're not sponsors of ACB. Um, but um, <laughs> I just want to say they have great, very smart apps. I, I do agree with that. But don't forget your local taxi companies. And what's nice about it is, is a lot of them have gone out of business yes. because of Uber and Lyft. But let me tell you, the ones that are there, they're very passionate about being good drivers. And they'll give you their car, their direct number. I mean, it was so nice. I didn't have to worry about paratransit and weren't worrying about how much time I was going to take at the grocery store. It was just, just remember, another option is taxi we don't even have any in lansing anymore lansing michigan well we used to have seven taxi companies in my area and we only have one now wow yeah yeah so it was uh covid and the expansion of uber and lyft so Mm -hmm. i just wanted you to know um you know and i I, I just can't go on anymore about Lyft and Uber right now because of my personal experiences with service dogs. So on that note. Um, I'd like to tell you a little bit about my hike one time yes. that I did. Yes. Because we checked the, the information out. It said it was going to be a nice, pleasant walk. No problem. <laughs> and we were going to go go see the waterfalls, you know, and we thought, you yeah, know, that'll be quite interesting. And so we're going walking, and I'm looking around, and I'm, like, thinking, how are they supposed to be doing a rescue in here with all these trees and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> and we're walking farther and trying to get to this spot and um, just keep on looking around. I'm like, how does he – you know, because at that time period, my cell wasn't working. Found oh. out that at that place – Depending on where you're at, for cells, they can range from only a few miles, if you're in local urban areas, to some or five miles. The longest range is probably 30 miles, but depending on the terrain, it may be blocked. The weather may uh, change that. Um, there's all kinds of different reasons why they may not be at that full butte. Um, range of 30 feet and depending on how much power they want to put it out there but anyways as i'm walking you know we finally get to the spot the only thing is it took us a lot longer to get there than we than i expected because we went in on the wrong entrance so then i'm you know as we're walking back and i'm starting to feel because I'm diabetic, and I started feeling low. And the only thing in between us was a bottle of water. Oh. Not taking, you know, like nutrition-wise and, you know, thinking, because we unfortunately went on the wrong entrance and made the walk a lot longer, actually three times as long as what we were supposed to have. So we're trying to walk back, and Arthur looks back at me and says, looks like you're a little pale. Do you want to stop? And I says, no, I can't, because I knew that I was starting to get in the dangerous level. And as we're coming up to where, you know, people are and stuff, and I keep on walking, we finally get to the um, parking lot. Every muscle in my body started locking up. I started walking like Frankenstein. Mm. 
Yeah, you and, were going into your sugar resources. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then we finally get into the car, and the only thing that she has, because we had totally cleaned it out, we had gummy bears. And believe me, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a gummy bear person. So, anyways, so we get out, and we finally, you know, we get it. We're in the car. We started, you know, getting to the entrance. And if we went the one way, it would have been at least an hour before we would have seen civilization. Because this is in the Black Hill Mountains of Tennessee. We turn, if we go, and I saw a roof, and I thought to myself, that's got to be somebody's house, whatever. I says, we need to get somewhere where we can call somebody. Because I was too low to um think about so then we find out that there was congestion stand so i grab regular pop and grab uh m&ms anything that can help me out isn't it ironic (laughs) don't you think (laughs) oh wow that's why you gotta make sure you're coming you know going to the right spot you know where you're at because unfortunately we went in at the wrong entrance. We got back, you know, because I know if I would have stopped at that time period, I would have not gotten up and I wouldn't have been here. Well, I always, when I go for a walk, I always have either a purse that has some a snack and a water bottle and water for Duke. Um, there's this really, really cool device that I found and it's um, it will be on our health checkup a link, but it's called Highway, but it's spelled H-I-G-H, and then Wave, W-A-V-E, and that's the manufacturer, so you can find out where they're selling it, and it's basically a bottle that you squeeze, and it has a big straw that siphons to the top, and the lid is actually like um, a little bowl, and it's not like a full bowl. It's more like a tea, uh, half of a teacup. And so any size dogs can fit in there. And you twist the top and you squeeze the butter. The water comes out. The dog drinks it. This is why I wouldn't share it with anybody um, human-wise. But you let go of the bottle and the water goes right down back in. And you turn the top and you're done. And it comes with an alligator clip. You know, those clips so you can put it on your belt. Mm -hmm. And um, I've got the 44-ounce for Duke. Um, because when we used to go on golf cart rides, we would have like four dogs on there. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, uh, they've got the 12 ounce and a 24 ouncer and all different sizes. And I love it. But, um, because of the regurging of their water, I wouldn't recommend sharing that water source. Um, yeah. but if you get desperate, you get desperate. But, right, um, right. Yeah. But yeah, so I believe we should have, depending on where you're going and how far, but right now with like Lucy and Jay say, it's just getting out where we haven't been. Like Terry just did a beautiful call on Friday with the bird, uh, the gentleman that was teaching how to listen to birds. And you can go to, um, what's that university that does all the free classes for us? Herring? Oh, uh, Hadley. Hadley. They have a bird class there. I was like, this is so amazing. But you can get distracted sitting on a park bench. So just take food with you. You know, they've got all those great granola bars or, mm-hmm. you know, just put some, you know, that's why M&M's and Reese's PCs and all those, they don't melt in your hands, you know, and they're not going to melt because of the hard shell. 
So those are great. But um, peanuts and, you know, different dry fruits, um, you know. Make your own trail mix. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Great idea. Just the only thing to remember is some of those trail mix will have chocolate um, bits in them. And if you go on a on a on a walk, the the just the chocolate morsels they will melt. So you always want to make sure when you're picking something that you're going to travel with, uh, make sure it doesn't have those kind of chocolate bits because chocolate is a good energy booster for quick energy. I make um, one. I wait. I make my own trail mix out of um, peanuts, pretzels, and sesame sticks. Ooh, it's really good. Yeah, it really is. It's oh. great. I like sesame seeds, cashews, mm-hmm. pistachios. Whew. Oh, yeah, pistachios. And then uh, crayon raisins. And it's so weird. I don't like regular raisins, but I love crayon raisins. Mm, I um, love raisins, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Cram- yeah, they're dried cranberries. Those are really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe um, – what- Another thing that you got to think about, though, with your dog, if the dog doesn't want to drink – you can also put a little bit of their food into their water, and they're going to crave after that food, definitely, and they get a little bit of water at the same time. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jay. We can never forget our four-legged partners in crime. I mean, partners of life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Dan, what time is it? It's 2.25. Okay, we're doing great. Um, yeah. Go ahead, another Jay. Thing, Sorry about that. Another thing that we get to think about, is another partner that we always have is our canes. Oh, yes. Yes. And we, ha- and we have different tips for our canes. Like, Are you going to tip us on our tips here? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we have the, march- you know, the marshmallow tip, which is kind of good. You can either tap that one and um, or you can do constant contact with the, uh, the marshmallow tip. The yeah. other one is the ball tip mm-hmm. and that one you can either you can also do constant contact or you can tap that one a little bit in case you get a little bit more heavier terrain with that one mm-hmm. another one is called the donut tip and i don't recommend eating that one <laughs> i've never that been one, exposed to the donut one brian smith ate it i'm just joking <laughs> and that one actually is definitely a constant contact with that one. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely for heavier terrain on that type of cane tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the, I call it the softball off-roading tip <clears throat> because I like to go off-roads um, more <laughs> often than I mean to. And, uh, yeah, that's where I get hurt. So, yeah. yeah um, I, have, I have the marshmallow one, and I I love that. I love it. Another thing is also good to do is to have an extra cane in case something would happen to that cane. You always have a backup. Yeah. Is there, is there a uh, is there a cane that rolls along with you as you go, or do you have to? I didn't know. So I'm off terrain too a little bit because there's no sidewalk sometimes where I go. Um, the one that I have is a softball tip, and it rolls. Yeah, okay. That one's a good one, or yeah. the it depending on the your either the ball tip, which is the size of a tennis ball, or the donut one is also good for heavier terrain. The marshmallow tip, I don't recommend that one for um, <coughs> terrain wise. Um, you can do it, 
but you're better off with the other uh, two. Um, yeah, see, I like it. It doesn't get caught in things. <clears throat> well, you, do, <clears throat> you do have to test it every once in a while to make sure it does roll because it mm-hmm. does pick up a lot of hair and different other things <clears throat> inside that, and it may jam it up also. <clears throat> so you do have to uh, check it and clean it every once in a while. Well, I just think you guys just brought up something we should look into and maybe get. Um, I did win a customized cane at Georgia Convention. Oh, yeah. And I need to reach out to him. Maybe he'll come on <laughs> one of our calls next month and give us a little bit how to tune up your cane um, and get ready because uh, we've got a lot of things that our world is going to open back up again. And maybe we need, yeah, we'll do that. We'll reach out to somebody. Okay, so um, we can't forget our our four-legged partners and guides and even your pets. There is a simple thing you need to do before you leave the house. You got your comfy shoes on, which, by the way, Lucy and I, we went to the beauty call last Friday. That was so amazing talking about our pedicures. And this Friday, we will be learning more about our pedicures. So you want to make sure you have a good pedicure underneath those tennis shoes because, you know, that can be uncomfortable. But what about our dog's paws? So how do you know if it's too hot for them and you need to take extra precautions? You take the back of your palm and you lay it down, of course, not in the shade, in a hot spot, and you hold it there for seven seconds, okay? Seven seconds, and that will tell you, because if you think about it, how they're walking, you know, they've got to put one paw and, you know, lift it up and stuff. But there are there are mutt locks, there are all these shoes, but they have all these different waxes, and I am not even going to about to say that I'm an expert of all this, because Duke has been going to the beach since he was 12 weeks old. And the mutlocks, he would just shake them off. So I actually designed uh, baby socks for, not baby socks. They were more like toddler socks because, you know, he is 85 pounds. He was, <laughs> he was about 35 pounds then. And um, I Velcroed them and those stayed on. But there's all these waxes and all these different things. So... If you have a guide dog, make sure you talk. I'm sure it was covered in your training, but just make sure you do think about them and make sure you've got their paws ready for this heat. Um, Phoenix, Arizona is where the convention was going to be, and that was going to be a challenge for our guide dogs. And oh, that's for dogs. sure. Yeah. Especially the 110 degrees in the oh, shade. In the shade. Of those paws and um, guide dog, ACB guide dog, um, GDUI has excellent resources on their website of all these different recommendations. But just make sure you communicate with your, um, you know, seeing eye or, you know, your, um, where you got your dog from, uh, leader and I, what, all 20 of them out there. There's so many wonderful schools that we can go to. Um, just make sure you follow their recommendations and talk to the vet uh, because you don't want them to get a cut on their paws and stuff. And I didn't know sand is an irritant for paws. So um, I learned about that from my vet. So yes. I think we should take a moment 
and see if we get any raised hands out there of anything we've talked about so far. Dan, can you give the directions on raising their hand? And let's see if we've got any questions. To raise your hand on a PC, it's Alt-Y. On a Mac, it's Option-Y. On a smartphone, there's more in the lower right corner. You go there, double tap, and then there's a raise hand option. And on a landline phone, it's star nine. So our first hand raised is Travis. Oh, hey, Travis. How are you doing today? Hello, Terry. How's it going? I'm doing great. Awesome. Yep. um, I'm in my backyard, actually, because the weather's so beautiful today. Oh, Oh, that's great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to do my meetings in the, in the backyard today because the weather's just too good to be true. Just uh, where are you calling from, Travis? Texas, right? Templeton, yeah, Templeton California. Oh, uh, I, oh, I'm just not going to try to guess anymore. Yeah, don't, today. don't, yeah. I just, I just need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stopping. This is why. <laughs> okay, well, I'm so glad you're here. What can we um, answer or what do you want to share? You've got one minute. Well, I don't have any um, questions, but just I just need to share a few things about going on a hiking trip. Um, for one thing, the important thing is you want to make sure the bee sting uh, kit is up to date in case of any bee stings oh. might you know, take place. Yeah, we haven't yep. finished our first aid kit. Thank you so much, Good Travis. Uh, you yep. um, In case the phone goes out, have a tag of contacts um, in case your phone's out, and if you need, if someone needs a call for help in case something should happen to you. Um, when having a bee sting kit, and if you have allergies, have the, the medication that you are prescribed, you know, to administer if possible. Such as an EpiPen. Uh-huh. Yes, an EpiPen, yes. And if this is going to be a night hike, have the flashlight available, have some um, bug spray repellent on you to prevent mosquito bites because of West Nile and Zika virus. And probably a good thing to have enabled on the, uh, the smartphone is the emergency SOS. What's, what do you mean emergency SOS? Do you mean the emergency call button or is there something yes. different? Oh, okay. Okay. And yes. On the iPhone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And on the Android, they have um, uh, your emergency contact. So when you dial the emergency number, you get 911 and then a text message goes to your emergency contact list that's saying you called 911. On both, Good. on all the smartphones. Yes, yes they do. Mm-hmm. So, Travis, thank you so much. And we were going to catch up on first aid kits. We just wanted to reach out. So, thank you so much for mentioning that. Not a problem. Yes, first aid kits. Thank you mm-hmm. so much, Travis. We're looking forward to having you in our community. Yep. Hey, next, next we have Eve. Hi, Eve. Hi. So I actually have a question for you. Do you have any good apps or resources that you can recommend accessible to um, find and explore the um, the trails before you go there so you know what you're expecting? So I personally haven't got a chance to do any research on that, but I'm almost sure <laughs> that um, I know when you go into a national forest, um, uh, the national forest areas, they have trails and maps for their area. Um, Lucy and Jay or, or Doug or Dan, can you Google that real quick? 
Um, I'm sorry, my connection went down. What do you want me to look for? Um, an app that helps you find a path to hike, to guide through a path. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know. Um, When we went out and for that particular hike that I was talking about, it said a mild hike. Although we went in the wrong entrance, um, and maybe at the right entrance we would have went, it might have been better. But they said it was mild, and I thought it was actually should have been Mm -hmm. because on on their directions, that's what it said. I think it Um, depends on where you are. Yeah. Like yeah. what part of the country you're in, um, if you know, if they have like uh, an app or a Facebook page, um, like the Chamber of Commerce or something like that, or the state park or, yeah, or something, national fort. Yeah, I mean, something like TripAdvisor might have hikes. Yeah, maybe. yeah, maybe. But one of the things I definitely recommend is what Lucy said. Every state has a, a tour. Uh, Tour, travel industry uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, and you want to reach out to them and they will hook you up and a lot of them are getting more accessibly smart because mm-hmm. they realize that we are a consumer group and when we travel we spend money too <laughs> and that's a really great question you know Eve, yeah. uh, because you know before you go anywhere you do want to make sure you know what to expect before you get there yeah uh-huh. or even to be able to find it <laughs> Sure, sure. Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, be involved in your local affiliate and, you know, ask them, hey, do we have an app that does this? If not, that's a great opportunity and a project for your local affiliate to get involved with the city um, and do and develop something, um, you know, and that would also market your affiliate. You know, what are you doing for your community? Well, we... Um, put together this uh, map of all the parks and hiking in our city and town and county. And that would be an awesome project for your affiliate. Okay. Any more hands? Yes, two more hands. Next is Greg. Hey, Greg, how are you doing today? Yeah, how's it going? Uh, I was just wondering, uh, I didn't know if you had any... um, you had any apps for navigation i use nearby explorer but of course they stopped making that uh, we were just talking about navigating around trails well, navigating around you know getting out around about your town is, is really important so you know where to go in emergencies but also get regular walks and everything and other than blind square i can't find any other apps that do that you know, i still have the nearby explorer but i can't find any other apps that give you the orientation mobility so i thought i would just ask if you well, know anything that's a great question let's do a round table lucy do you have one that you use I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> I'm so sorry. No problem. No problem. Gosh, it's okay. Used, Greg was asking. Okay, Jay, go ahead, Jay. I use the Trekker Breeze. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the the newer, um, I guess it would be the classified as the third generation of the uh, Streamwise, but it's the Trekker Wise. And this way, you can either make a route or you can see where you're at and try to get back to your spot in different things for that app. app. I I have the um, Nearby Explorer app on my phone. Um, It was a little expensive. It was, I think it was $89. And um, it's put out by the American Printing House for the Blind. And it's a really, really accessible app. You can do virtual routes or 
um, you know, pedestrian routes, uh, vehicle routes, all kinds of different things. And um, it will, for a lot of cities, it will do, it will have like the, the bus schedules and the train schedules and everything incorporated right into the app. So it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's great. It's just, they stop making it. That's the problem. I wish they should be here. Somebody would keep making it. That's the best I've found. Uh, I use Pine yep. Square as a, I use Pine Square as a second. That's all I've been able to find. Yeah, so I didn't well, everybody else anything, you know. I am new to this. Um, I just lost my vision three years ago, so I was not aware of all these different apps. I just use my GPS on my phone, and it tells me, like, I can punch in if I want restaurants along my routes or businesses along my route so i just use my gps which i think is maps or something i'll post yeah, it app- on oh whoops not apple. No, sorry. i'm not an apple girl <laughs> sorry i am a diehard star yeah. wars girl and i have an android well, well, <laughs> so, so um but what i do is in my gps um i definitely have my home pushed in there because I have been known to get lost in my own community. I have 2,200 homes here. And since I've lost my vision and Duke and I go on walks, I'll just be like walking and then someone will talk to me and then I get kind of twisted. I will pull out my phone and hit go home and it takes me home. Uh So um, I will post what I use on our uh, health checkup Facebook group. And, you know, if anybody else wants to share what they use. Um, so, Greg, yeah, let's maybe we need to t- talk to ACB and put a little pressure on uh, Printing House. Hello. Keep the app it's, rolling. It's good because it. Uh, I just go walk. I don't have it select route. I just go street by street uh, where normally a person would go. And I know the house numbers. And so I just go by the house number street by street. It tells you direction. Yeah. So it does everything a sighted person would do. It's great the way it works. Yeah. It, it was worth the money. It really is. Oh, yeah. And. Like the the Victor stream, the Victor Reader stream. If anybody's into that, they have a combination: Victor Reader stream and Trekker Breeze Trekker, uh, mm-hmm. and then they call it the Victor Trek. It's quite expensive, but um, I have not learned how to use it. I gotta admit, I have one, but I have not learned how to use it. But uh, it does have the physical buttons, and you can actually record your routes onto the victor stream um it's pretty pretty slick i mean but yeah. like I, said, I don't know how to use it <laughs> i remember there's this guy named tyson that did ah, yes. victor um educational victor King. Po- yeah <laughs> and um i think you can go back and listen to the podcast but maybe we should reach out to him and ask him to do another one um you know within his busy schedule of all these conventions that everyone is so exciting and planning Thank you so much, Greg. Um, well, Mind appreciate- Square will help you too if you want to try that one. What is it? It's called Line Square. It's been Line- out for a long time. Line, Line-, Line-, oh. Line Square. Line okay. Square. And you is can aim it around, it'll take it near you. It's a really good app. Uh, is, about is 30, there- 40 bucks. Okay. Well, see, what I like about my GPS is it's free 99. It's part of my. Okay. Yeah. But I will keep that in mind, and I'm glad you shared it with others. Blind Square. Blind Square, sure. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can find it right on the App Store. Okay. I think Daryl oh. has that one, too. Oh, does he? I think so, yeah. yeah. Doug, do you use uh, an app? Um, also, um, I'm looking at, and I haven't used it yet, but there's an app called Good Maps 
that is put out. I think it's through APH now because they pretty much stopped nearby explorers development. Mm-hmm. If you get that now, it's free. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, I love free ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, but it won't. Do, it might not do you a whole lot of good. No, but, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but good maps. Uh, they're supposed to be focusing on indoor navigation too. So oh, it's something no. that's up and coming, and it might be an app you should check out. And it is free. Cool. Awesome. So there you go. Awesome. I like indoor navigation ones. Yeah. Yeah. And and I did get introduced to that smart cane where it gives you the 180, what's above you, what's below you, what's around you with GPS. And it was just heavy. I didn't like it. And and heavy on the wallet. You know know what else there is for short routes? there's an app that you can like do your route and then reverse it. Clue. It's called Clue, K L E W, and that's also free. Oh, K, mm-hmm. spell that real slow again. K L E W. Oh, yeah. it's not C L E. Thank you. No, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the professor right. in the. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, do, I do have that, and yeah. that's like, you know, inside a building, if you're yeah. going to a, a doctor's appointment or something in an office building that you've never been to, and um, you record this app or record this route in Clue, and then you'll be able to find your way back yeah. to the door. Awesome. Um, well, yeah. I think we could talk about this for another hour, but unfortunately, time check. <laughs> Oh, I was like, wow, that really flew. Um, So we had Greg brought up a great note. Wasn't Greg? It was Travis that brought up about first aid. But before we move on, Dan, do we have any more hands? Yes. One more hand. Okay. This will be the last hand we take at this time. There's a couple of more things we need to talk about. And then as always, once we go off the stream, we'll hang out for a little bit more. Maria, hey, how are you? Hi. Um, this might actually play into your next topic, hopefully. But, uh-oh. What? Oh. I was afraid that I, I the, my iPhone refreshed and I thought somebody had accidentally muted me again. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, probably when I lowered um, your hand. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it was just telling me my, my hand was lowered. Anyway, um, so my question is, for those of us who are unfortunate enough to be loved by all things great and small, do you have any tips for dealing with those wonderful but terrifying little critters out there who aren't our guide dogs? Yeah. So are you talking about fleas and ticks, mosquitoes, flying insects? Um, I was thinking you... more along the lines of snakes. Oh, <laughs> and, no. Oh, and we and don't spiders. say snakes. We say <laughs> S and E's. S and E's. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, they love me too, those little mosquitoes and the ticks. And yeah. stuff, but I do know how to deal with those. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. And thank you, Maria, for asking that question. We're going to go right into first aid kits now. Um, so first aid kits, um, we want to make sure we have the basic band-aids. Um, Ace you know, bandage. Ace bandage, because that Cold can be. Pack. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Jay. You go. You roll, Jay. Well, you, okay, you want your, in case you do, you know, sprain your ankle, you want to get it. So it can start to reduce your swelling on it. And you can, um, if you have an ACE bandage and you're using it, make sure you can feel the pulse just beyond that point. Because if you put it too tight, you can actually cut off the circulation. Correct. 
Correct. And what's really nice about those ACE bandages is you can actually wrap a layer and then put the cold pack and wrap that around it to hold the cold pack. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, and then you want to make sure you have basic Neosporin and don't forget, you know, little first aid kit for your guide dog and medical service dog. Again, refer to uh, GDUI, ACB, they have a great list. And also, for those of you guys that have guide dogs, it was probably covered in your training. But you want to make sure. And the common things for them is um, cuts and um, getting stuff in their fur. So a set of tweezers is highly recommended to put in your uh, first aid kit as well. Because then you can pluck things off um, as well. Um, what else can we think of? Oh, so snakes. Okay. So the thing of it is, is when anything bites you, try to take a picture of it. I know that sounds crazy ridiculous, but it depends on what it is. And with our limited vision, we won't see it. So if you can try to get a picture of it or a video or something like that, and then you can call 911 and say, I'm blind and I just got bit by this. And they're going to be like, okay, and you'll be able to text it to them if they have smart 911 or they'll find a way or they'll just send an ambulance or police officer or they'll send help and at least they'll be able to hopefully see what kind of snake it was. There are some snakes out there that usually won't bite you or do anything um, if they're accidentally stepped on is the time that they'll react but there's so many that are harmless, like the black snakes and the garden snakes and the corn snakes. But you don't know what they look like. I can't see the color of them. So when a snake bites me, it's always going to be the cobra venomous snake. Whenever <laughs> whenever I run into the snake, it's always the most dangerous one. I can't see black on red and, what you know, that whole acronym that I used to know. But it's just, just take a picture of it and call 911. Because not knowing if it's poisonous or not, they'll send help. And there are here in Miami, Florida is one of in in, in Osceola County. I grew up next to Reptile World, where they make the um, the antidote the antidotes to the venom, and it's flown all around the world. But the trick of it is is the duration of time that once they um, actually milk it out of the snakes venom and make the antidote it's only good for so so many hours even if it's refrigerated so there's this whole intricate system of where they have created these venomous snake depositories throughout the united states and they have a whole team jay when you were a paramedic did you have to deal with any of that not snakes um okay. When, but I also know that when they're going to give that, let's say that shot, they got to make sure that you're not allergic to that shot also. So they're going to test your skin to make sure that you're not allergic to that. Actually, otherwise actually what they do now because of the venomous, um, what they do now is they treat you and then give you epinephrine because it's more dangerous to let the venomous go through. Um, so if it's a confirmed that it was poisonous, they'll give you it. And then you get fl- you get a free helicopter ride to the hospital and they start epinephrine. They'll give you an epinephrine shot because of all the side effects. Because 
some of the poisonous snakes out there can actually start um, immediately upon contact, killing the nerves and spreading. So you get complete nerve shutdown and narcosis. Narcosis is deadening of the tissues. So um, because of research, but yeah, so the 911 system is amazing how it's set up. Um, if you're interested in learning more, call the non-emergency number of your area and ask them how it is. Because again, um, there is different venomous um, snakes in different areas. That's why I'm planning to move to New Zealand or Ireland because there's no snakes out there. And uh, no, <laughs> but living in Florida, we do have a lot of various snakes here and moccasins and all this other stuff. But um, the EMS is really prepared. The key is is try to get either kill it so you have it or get a picture of it. So that's the hard thing because they need to identify it. And mm-hmm. with vision impaired, but if you have a, if you have a, you know, your cane or a knife or, you know, I'm just, it's a tricky situation. And that's why when you go hiking, I really, really encourage, um, you know, having a partner um, that, yeah, just to be able to have a, a little better experience. Spiders are dangerous too, actually. Oh, yes. I got bit by a brown recluse spider when I was five and almost lost my leg. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's why I say uh, anything bites you, just take a picture because you don't know what it is. And in my mind, if it bit me, it's the worst. It's a recluse. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. And, yeah. Um, How long did you wait to get treatment? Did you get Oh, I didn't know. I did. I was in, in a little kid. I just thought a mosquito bit me or something. And then I started limping. And my mom finally took the, me to the doctor like two days later. Oh. And my leg turned all purple and black and blue and swollen. And um, yeah, I was in bed yeah. for two months. Yeah, spiders are very dangerous as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, and bees. And just to let you know, when you have an allergic reaction... It's not the first time that's going to kill you. It'll be the second time. Mm -hmm. Because the first time you have a reaction, it'll be mild. You might get some wheezing, some swelling, some irritation, some, you know, uh, a mild reaction. But then what happens is, is the second time when you're exposed to an allergic reaction trigger, your immune system goes crazy and goes, no, 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 not this again. And that's when you get the wheezing, the throat closure, you stop breathing, and you can have cardiac arrest. So when you have any form of reaction, you've got to communicate with your medical team and get you qualified. So do you guys remember that movie? Um, I can't think of it. With a young My girl. Boy. My girl, yeah. Yeah. So he gets stung by a bee, has a reaction, but he doesn't die. It's the second time he's exposed yeah. to the bees. That he dies. Oh, that was it's, sad. Yeah, I love that movie though. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's definitely two boxes of tissue movie. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope that helped answer some questions. Um, there are some great first aid tricks out there that they have. Um, anything with lidocaine in it um, is lidocaine is numbing. So they have the anti itch lidocaine spray they've got these rub on things to if you get bit by a mosquito you you rub it on um they have all these really you can go we don't want you to take a backpack 
full of all this stuff. We're just saying it is. <laughs> you know where well, one you're thing going. that you do need to take out there, though, is sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And if you're going to go sunscreen and take a walk on the beach, make sure you take a moment to see if um, it's coral reef safe. But as um, some people have pointed out to me is what makes it coral reef safe doesn't help protect getting skin cancer. So make sure if you are high risk for melanoma, um, you talk to your doctor about what is the best sunscreen for you. But do be considerate of our environment and the coral reefs. Okay. What else? What's time check? It's 2.57. Oh, wow. 2.57. Okay. <laughs> well, um, everybody, we really appreciate you. We hope you truly enjoyed the walk in the park and a hike. And just, we want you to get up and move, but just start off slow. Just take your time. Even though it feels we need to run around our houses and run down the street yelling, you are free, free at last. <laughs> We need to take our time and take it slow because we're not going anywhere. The world is there. Lucy, any last minute calls? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, use your head. Use common sense. Think about things before you do them. I mean, any kind of exercise that you're going to start out with, biking or hiking or even, uh, you know, working out or anything, start out slow. Don't 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 think you have to start out like and uh, exercise for an hour a day or something like that. You know, just yeah. And a great way, yeah. a great way is, you know. Leslie Spoon does an hour every day in your air conditioning home. And we got um, Angel Eyes on Saturday. So, you know, indoor air conditioning, start moving. Sounds great to me. Jay, mm-hmm. last minute. Make sure you also, you know, make sure you're still, uh, if you're going on that nice little walk, bring some uh, food, bring some water for you and for your uh, pet. Or I should say your service dog. Or your pet. You can take your pet for a walk. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> How about my goldfish? Oh, uh, hey, why not? You better Put them bring... in a Ziploc baggie of water, you know. <laughs> um, oh, okay, you guys. Um, seriously, before I lost my sight, my neighbor walks her cat on a leash. I'm oh, not I... saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen people do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of food... I believe next week on Janine's Wake and Make and Bake Call at 10 a.m. Wednesday, she's doing snack foods. Oh, great. Good ideas of things to take on your walk. Oh, I bet she'll have some really good yummies. Oh, yeah. So that's next. When is it? Wednesday at 10 a.m. Okay, Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern. All Mm -hmm. right, awesome. Awesome. So there's so much in the community. We're all getting ready to get up and move. I want to say thank you, everybody. Mark your calendars for July 18th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. We're all ACB walking fundraiser. We're all going to be together. And we look forward to seeing you next week when we go. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it? April. Um, We are going to be appreciating National Volunteer Month. So, All of us are going to talk about past volunteerism, what volunteerism is, what it means to you, how can it help your mind, body, and spirit to volunteer. So bring (laughs) your stories and make sure to email us at healthcheckup 
acb at gmail.com. And keep up with us on Health Checkup Facebook group. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.